Okay, and we started. Hi, everyone. Oh, I'm on the top of this. Okay, cool. Hi, everyone. I am Chris. You may know me from... They don't know you. They don't. They probably don't, but I'm trying. Okay, yeah. This is two blurs and one stone, and we are going to bitch about T.I. for a little bit. Hi, I'm Dominic. Um, so, T.I. recently appeared on a podcast. That's uh, the only thing you want to say for your introduction? Yes. That's all they need to know. Um, the podcast is called Ladies Like Us, and he had something to say about his daughter. Um, so, he was a guest? Yes, he was a guest on a podcast. And he came while saying this shit? Yeah. Um, so, he had some, some stuff to say about his, his daughter Deja's uh, sexual health. He'll say he started by bragging that she's 18 and she's still a virgin. Okay, so that's not a brag. It's a weird brag. I mean, he was happy to he was happy to say it. Okay, all right, Ti. There was joy in his. For voice. the record, I just want to start by saying I love Ti. I really do. I love his music. There aren't too many Ti songs that I dislike. Continue. So the the quote goes, "We'll go and sit down, and the doctor comes and talks." The doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. He's like, you know, sir, I have to in order to share information. Um, I'm like, Deja, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want them to know? That's a version of rape, I feel like. Yeah. See, doc, ain't no problem. Okay. So, he takes her every year around her birthday to the gynecologist to get her hymen checked to see if it's still intact. Get that hymen checked. That's very problematic. It's, I mean, okay. I don't even like the term problematic. It either is or isn't a problem. But. Well, I think it's like up to interpretation. Okay. It, I mean, is this really up to interpretation? This is fucked up. There are some people that think that he is 100% justified and would, if in his position, do exactly the same thing. Okay. So, and, and here's where I understand, right? <clears throat> I understand that you want to make sure that your daughter is safe. I understand that you want to make sure that your daughter ain't out here like wilding or whatever. And I understand that you like just you want you have the best interest in this. I can't say that he's doing this maliciously. Like I get it. He's trying to be a good dad. Yeah. But you can also just be a good dad. Like I'm pretty sure that if your daughter was raised right, and for the record weird because i i never understood why people like get so caught up in celebrities lives anyway because mm-hmm. it's like their lives yeah you know what i'm saying like we, fucking business right we they're just people just like us and we really even though we don't have necessarily a right to criticize what another person does there's still things that you can that like he's leaving things to be said by a going on a podcast and bragging about this shit. Yeah. And then like, you know what I'm saying? My the problem that I have with it is the fact that you at the end of the day, you are trying to prevent your daughter from meeting you. Okay. Like I can see yeah, I see what you're saying. Like you're tr- you're trying to prevent your daughter from meeting the person who you was at her age. And it doesn't help. And I guess the, the the problem that I really have with it is really just the hypocrisy of it all. Because, like, you yeah. got a bunch of songs glorifying the objectification of women. So what I thought was really interesting was later on in that same podcast, he went on to talk about virgins and how n- he personally would not want to have sex with a virgin because he said it's too much work. Yes. So I don't understand how you can... At one time, say, my daughter needs to remain pure and not have any sex and keep her virginity. But at the same time, say, virgins are no fun. Who wants to have sex with a virgin? I mean, he probably saying that to probably, like, trying to further say, hey, don't fuck my daughter. But then, but then, the, okay, so here's the thing, though. Like, you, okay, so he, he creates this narrative that, you know, he, he got his daughter on lock. But putting this out on, like, a public where everyone can hear it and criticize and she clearly disagrees with her father's methods because she was like liking a bunch of um 
post when people was talking shit about T.I. Like, this is fucked up or whatever. She's liking it. So she probably yeah. agrees. She but, just doesn't want to say anything publicly right. because her dad's T.I. <clears throat> but what you don't understand is that you have now put a huge target on your daughter's pussy. Period. Because really? Yes. Because now it's going to be a bunch of little niggas who going to be thinking like, hmm, I wonder if I can fuck T.I. daughter. I want to be the I want to be the one to do it. I want I want to know if I could fuck T. I want to be the guy who when she go to get her hymen check and it ain't there, she got to be like, "Oh, it was Diedrich." Who the fuck and, is Diedrich? Exactly. And now all of a sudden Diedrich now has a name as the guy who fucked TI's daughter. Okay. He put a t- cuz it's going obviously it's going to be a bunch of people who want to try her. I'm pretty sure her DMs is filled right now with a bunch of people who Probably saying shit like, yo, let's disappoint your father. <laughs> let's let's piss him off. Okay. So my my issue with this whole TI situation is that it shows how grossly uneducated men are on women's bodies. And even some women are having trouble with this. Like, there are so many ways to tear, rip, stretch your hymen. It doesn't disappear after you've had sex. What's a hymen? Well, what is better, a hymen? better yet, why is a hymen? Like, you don't need it to live, evidently. So, like, why does what does it exist other than to be checked every year? Apparently, you think that's the sole purpose of the hymen? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> if I'm Ti, yeah. I'm not sure what the purpose of the hymen is, but I do know. That is a thin membrane that (laughs) stretches around the inside of the vagina, and it can be torn. It's like skin. Ah. It's just a little bit of flesh that just rests there. And it can be torn from stretching, from doing a split, from inserting a tampon, from riding a bicycle. Or a dick. Or a dick. (laughs) But not all the time. Sex doesn't always tear your hymen. Yeah, you ain't got a big enough dick. So... If you had sex with a virgin and her hymen didn't tear, what are you doing? The (laughs) presence of an intact hymen does not is not a good test for virginity. How do you even check it? I don't care. I actually don't care. Virginity is a social construct that we just kind of made up one day. Yeah, you know it'd be hilarious. I don't know the procedure of checking hymens or whatever. You can even like there's a surgery where you can put it back together. That's nice. It doesn't bring put back your virginity or your childhood. Oh my god! But <laughs> it would be funny if they went to go and check her hymen, and as they did it, it busts. Oh my god! <laughs> what is the doctor doing? Like what, uh, exactly? <laughs> what are you putting in there? Yeah, no more hymen checks. So, <laughs> I mean, so I I would like to talk about um how annoying it is to have sex with virgins. Okay, that's what we're talking about now. How annoying it is to have sex with I virgins. can agree. I, I can too. I've had sex with a virgin. What? Yeah. A guy virgin. Oh, that must have sucked too. <laughs> it it was not good. And I'm sure he's not listening to this right now, but it was bad. Yeah. So I have had sex with one person who was a virgin and then one other person who I'm not going to bring that up because there's a chance they might listen to this. I'll just ball say out. ball out. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna put no names out there or nothing, but you know who you are. So like, they was like, "Oh, let's do it," and I was like, "What? All right." And then we got there, and I was like, "I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> this is regret. wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> this is not right. This is not okay. I'm a piece of shit. I shouldn't be doing this." And then like I like. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm trying to do it I'm trying to come on Chris you got this and I can and I was trying to like cause I couldn't get hard oh my god yeah I was that, that mid- bad yeah contrary to popular belief men don't just get hard over a naked female body it takes more than that Really? You have to be mentally into it. Because I was so mentally checked out, I could not get hard. And proceeded to do what I can only describe as stuff my dick inside <laughs> of her. Because I just could not, it could, I couldn't do it. And then That seems wildly uncomfortable I go, for and all I'm like, parties you know involved. What? Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to, 
I need a minute. So I go outside. I'm getting ready to use a blue chew. What's a blue chew, Chris? You'll find out soon enough. But then I was like, I'm not wasting a blue chew on this shit. Looked at some porn. Some actual, like, she's not a virgin. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is attractive. Got back in there. Did what I had to do. Did what you had to do. Yeah. See, sex should not be described <laughs> as, yeah, I did it. I did what I had to do, man. I toughed it out. No, it should be pleasurable, happy. I, w- I wasn't either. I-, I did what I had to do. And then I watched wrestling. And then my life hasn't been the same ever since. And every really? Time, yeah. It changed your life? I won't say it changed my life, but like, I know for a fact, I will never do it again. That's fair. And yeah, it just, it's just, it's just not right. I'm not the type of person who should be taking girls' virginities anyway. Well, she wasn't a virgin, but barely. But, like, I, I'm not the type of person who should be, like, doing that. Because when I actually did take a girl's virginity, like, she now has to go through the rest of her life knowing that I'm the one who did it. Now, that can go either one of a couple ways. Um, either I can be a real successful person. And then she'd be like, you know, I lost my virginity to that guy. Or I can be the next Claire, and then she has to realize I lost my virginity to that guy. Like, if I just become <laughs> Buffalo's famous crackhead. Oh, my God. And then she <laughs> the has to Claire. now. But not just her. Every girl that I had sex with. Yeah. Everyone would be looking like, dang, I'd fuck that guy. But I'm not that cynical to do something like I am that cynical to do something like that. But I don't want to do crack. That's literally the only reason why I don't do it wait hold up <laughs> back up the only reason why you don't want to do crack is because you don't want to ruin the women you have sex with like their lives yeah i don't want them to think of me like that and be like i wasted it on this nigga and now he's a crackhead it'll be funny it's hilarious your life imagine is a the very person precarious situation I mean, right you, now you know whatever that's the only thing keeping it together i mean there's a couple things stopping me from doing cocaine i guess um number one it's cocaine yeah yeah. Uh, a surprising amount of people that I know have done cocaine. Have and you I, ever been in the presence of cocaine? I have not. I, I think. I'm assuming I have not. I've never seen in it in real life. It's hilarious. It's hilarious? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll just start off by saying this. I have no sympathy for people who do drugs. Okay. Especially the harmful ones. You knew what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You, you know what you get yourself into. You know that this is there's consequences to this, but for whatever reason, you just want to get high, right? Right. That being said, my uncle was like heavy into drugs, sadly enough. Okay. He was like, not I don't, don't want to say like he was like the crack because he was still functioning, like he could do shit. He had jobs. Mm-hmm. He just liked to do cocaine one time. One day, he brings me into the room. <clears throat> this is when he started going to church and shit. He brings me into the bathroom. He's like, Chris. This is a fit. I don't think, I don't know what measurements of cocaine is, but this is a, a nostril of cocaine right here. <laughs> one nostril, please. Yeah. One, it was, a, it was a, one small cocaine. <laughs> and he was like, I want to change my life and I'm going to flush it down the toilet. And then he did. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to take this. Why did you have to be present for that? I have no, maybe a witness. Maybe he was, I don't know. I actually don't know. Okay. I can't even call it at a powerful moment because right afterwards, I just kept watching Spongebob. I'm just like, why the fuck? I'm like 12 (laughs) and you need me to watch you flush cocaine down the toilet? (laughs) Bro, sell it. Sell it. (laughs) Get some money. So we're going from being a drug addict to being a drug dealer. You might as well be the user. Not not the user. You might as well. You might as well be the seller, not the buyer. Oh, man. If, if you have to be involved with drugs. If you got to do it. When the first time you came in contact with drugs? The first time I came in contact with any drugs? Like, yeah. When the first time, like, dare was a real life thing for you? It was never the way that they described it. Well, both of my parents were heavy drug users. Whoa. This took a turn. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it would be um, when my mom left us uh, in the house by herself. Me, I was six. My brother was five. My sister was a baby. Gotta get them, break them in early. Yeah, she abandoned <laughs> us, um, left us in the house to go get high for two days. Nice. So nice. that was... That's like... the only way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So then we had to go live with our aunt. Oh, man. Did y'all have food? Did we have food? Um, I don't remember. I was six. Probably not then. So like when the D.A.R.E. program came around in like the sixth or seventh grade or whatever... I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, of course I'm not going to do drugs because I know exactly. 
Did Dare work for you? I mean, here's the thing. It teaches you. No. (laughs) (laughs) That means no. It teaches you to like say no to peer pressure, say no to drugs. No one's going to just like make you do the drugs you know like no one's gonna there's not gonna be some scary older kid that approaches a middle schooler to say hey kid you want to try some crack no one does that it's never gonna happen they set you up for failure what dare usually leaves out is you usually have to pay for the drugs (laughs) yeah there's usually money involved um it's it's a transaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's, There's no other things. Like, no one just offers cocaine. I it, have been peer pressured into trying cocaine one time. Did you um, do it? No, I didn't do it. Oh. It's cocaine. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, I was out on a date with this guy. and oh, that, Whoa. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. Take we... us through this. <laughs> Take us through the moment that he pre- presented the, <laughs> the cane of coke, if you will. So... <laughs> I had a crush on this guy since I was like 11. He was the first guy I ever had a crush on, right? Recently, like two months ago, we meet up. I'm like, oh my God, it's you. Um, So we go out on a date and we go to the bar. And while we're at the bar, he's explaining why he loves this bar. It's uh the pink, right? It's on Elmwood and Allen, I think. The one that we now know not to go to. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I love this bar. It's like, it's like, it has charm. You know, I know all the people here. It gets kind of like gross sometimes. People do cocaine in the bathroom and stuff. And it's like no big deal. And I'm like, cocaine in the bathroom? You can't just skip over cocaine in the bathroom. Like, that's normal. I'm like, wait, what? I've never seen someone do cocaine in the bathroom here. I frequent that bar too. So um, he's like, oh, yeah. But, you know, cocaine really isn't that bad. That's how they... And that's when I'm like, wait, hold up. (laughs) Back up. Let's try that again. Cocaine isn't that bad? Cocaine? (laughs) I feel like you... Remember when New York on Flavor of Love was like saying, Beyonce? Beyonce? (laughs) That's when I'm like, are you cocaine? (laughs) Cocaine isn't that bad. Yeah, he's like, "Um, yeah, I mean, I've done it a handful of times. You know, it's not that bad. Like, you just... You get a lot of stuff done. You don't go to sleep. It's okay. It's the high doesn't last that long. And he's like really trying to sell cocaine to me. Like, he's really pushing it. (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious I've... i'm like no and he's like oh i mean if you want to we could try some and i'm like hey, fuck no wait wait <laughs> you don't go from a no to all right yeah let's do some cocaine like you're not gonna peer pressure me into cocaine right now yeah, that's I, not the the thing that i didn't like about the because okay so there for me i'll say I'm, maybe i'm a exception to the rule because I won't say that dare worked for me. If anything, it just taught me like not to give in to peer pressure. And that's not just with drugs. That's with like anything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do things that everyone's doing just because, you know, you want to be down. That being said, I've never done a drug. Uh, any drug? No. Not even like weed? No. You've never smoked weed? Nope. Wow. And then every time I say that, people either go like, oh, congratulations, or I'm going to get you high one day, which pisses me off. But yeah, I've never done a, a, a drug. That being said... The first time I got presented with a drug was seventh grade, and I'm on my way to school, and these niggas was just smoking right in front of me, mm-hmm. and they were about to get on the bus. And I'm just like, is this what life is really like? <laughs> to which, not a thing about it, both of them was dumb. Like, they don't, it's not like they do work. I can understand if they was, like, one of the kids who was, like, smart, and then they were like, oh, I'm stressed over this test. I'm scared, blah, blah, blah. Let me do... Uh, uh, all right, I'm relaxed now. Both of them was going to fail anyway. And then they did. So I'm just like, what did y'all need to calm y'all nerves about? Well, at some point, it's just an addiction, I think. Yeah, very much so. But um, cocaine, yeah, never... Uh, I got offered to sell it twice. I could not imagine you as a drug dealer at all. You're so awkward. Yeah, that's why I said no. <laughs> the dude was like, well, I mean, ain't nobody going to expect you. And I'm like, I'll make sure that someone expects me. Because I'm going to be the asshole on the corner. Cocaine! <laughs> Cocaine! <laughs> Cocaine for sale. Anyone? This guy wants it. Oh, he got a job. Oh, whatever. And everybody that I know that's done cocaine holds a stable job. They're not, like, hopping from job to job or, that's like, doing odd work or nothing. Like, there are so many functioning coke heads out there. It's ridiculous. That's 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 the weird part that they, like, that there's people. Like, it's 2019. Like, how? Maybe coke has evolved. 
I sure hope not. I wish drugs would just like stay where they are for a little bit. Like weed doesn't need to get any stronger. Cocaine doesn't need to change. Crack doesn't need to make a comeback. Like we need to... <laughs> I didn't even know that there was a, a difference between like cocaine and crack. I mean, you learn about drugs in, in the D.A.R.E. program. Like they teach you about them. I mean, they don't teach you the good stuff. They just teach you not to do them. That's I hate I hated the way that they fucking you want to try some drugs, kid. Oh, you queer. When you know they say no, then it's yeah. like no means no. Just say no. Everyone's like, no, show the real shit. You're gonna be smoking, you're gonna be sitting with your friends, they're gonna pass you to we like, no, nah, I'm good. All right, cool. That's usually how it happens. That's how it happens. That's that's usually it. Yeah. And maybe maybe in the eighties <laughs> it was like that. You got caught a queer for saying no. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah. But I I I never liked the way that they fucking presented the dare program to people i did it with my or i did the shit with my dad did you ever get the t-shirt i got a t-shirt really yes. mm-hmm. i got to like the last one and my dad just didn't sign it and i ended up not getting a t-shirt no shirt for you no shirt mm. so i feel fuck, like that's something dare. that like zoomies would sell like a dare, a, t-shirt? <laughs> a dare t-shirt i should get a dare t-shirt mm-hmm. for old time's sake i guess well because i mean it, it seriously worked on you like it no one else I, has no, the right to wear no, it no no no, Dare did not work on me. Dare didn't make me... Because what they were trying to do was make you afraid of drugs. I'm not afraid of drugs. I just don't have the urge to do it. So... But they're so fun. Okay. The only... Okay, I'll, 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 I'll concede to this. I am definitely curious to know what your brain... Because th- like, there's times when like I'm asleep, and I'm like in between being asleep and waking up, and there's times when like I'll think of the most profound thing in that state of being halfway sleep and halfway up. Okay. And I wish I like then when then when I wake up, it made sense when I was kind of asleep, but then when I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? And I'm pretty sure when you're on drugs, it continues to make sense. So <laughs> I would like to know what that's like. And also I would like to know if music sounds better on drugs. Other than that, I don't care. So I am a regular user of the marijuana leaf. Wow. <laughs> wow. We can't be friends anymore. That's what Dare said. <laughs> That's what Dare said. Um, and I like to draw when I'm high. It's it's a good experience. I used to take some edibles before art class and just go at it. It's a good time. Go at it. Yeah. Even though drawing is so intricate, you just fucking go at it when you're on drugs. <laughs> I feel like uh, I draw like um How do you like draw a printer when, when everything's like wavy? A, it's everything. No, everything is not wavy. <laughs> That's what they say on like TV. It's not. Wavy, it's, everything man. is not wavy. Time slows down a little bit. You ever try acid? No, I've never tried acid. We could call up some people that have though. Acid's funny. We should like phone a friend one day. Sure. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, are you high on acid? No, man, I can be. <laughs> I can be. Acid's I've been funny. offered acid, and I almost said yes, but I, I just I didn't. Holy shit! Apparently, that's an eight-hour high. Yeah, that's the only reason why I said no. Cause you got shit to do. Because I'm scared that I'm gonna freak out. Yo, did you see when homeboy jumped out of uh, the window on Bandersnatch joint? On, yes, that was hilarious. Oh, you saw Bandersnatch? Oh yeah. You're the course. only person I've met in real life that has seen Bandersnatch. Oh yeah, I fucking loved it. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. I've, it was a couple choices in there that I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? That was one of them. And then there was a point where he went to the doctor. I'm sorry, spoilers for anyone, but I kind of don't give a shit. But then it's he, been a year. He went to the fucking joint and then they start kung fu fighting and shit. I'm like, what is this? I didn't see that. Oh, My really? choices now. didn't bring me to Remember that. Remember how the, he kept going to that doctor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go to the doctor, there's an option to have him fight the doctor. And it's like a whole fight scene. Interesting. And it's so weird, but yeah, that was interesting. I would love to make a story like that. Like like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, but it'd be like a movie with an app involved. I'm probably giving away like a million dollar idea, but that'd be cool. And then like you can talk to people about like what choices they got, and what choices you got. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be like some secret choice that, you know, I don't know. Just spitting out ideas. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm about to look at another topic because there's other things we do need to talk about so halloween <laughs> yep okay so halloween just passed not too long ago right right um and there's people who continue to wear blackface what 
every year there's people who continue to wear like white people who continue to wear blackface as a Halloween costume. Are we still doing this? Apparently. Is that still happen? Dude, dude, yes. I think there was this dude who dressed up as a rapper. Any particular rapper or a I don't rapper know, in general? But it, it wasn't good enough for. There's uh, okay, so you know what? Let's go against the grain. Name one exception to the rule that, like, if, if you saw a white person wearing blackface, you'd be like, "Nah, that makes sense." Can you think of one? Nope. Let me think. Okay. I can't think of a time when it would be appropriate. Hear me out, right? Oh Lord. Rock with it. Okay. Shut up. Okay, so they're they're they they on their way to work, right? Okay. And, and uh, it's a gang of KKK members outside, and they like, if you don't put on this blackface, we're gonna kill all the black people in there. But you can't tell them that we out here. No, that's bullshit. That is a hypothetical bullshit ass <laughs> situation. No, absolutely not. Okay. All right, all right, all right. There's no. Well, no one gave Robert Downey Jr. flack. For, did they give him flack for Tropic Thunder? The thing is, they called out his bullshit in the movie, which kind of like... Did he get an Oscar for that? Did he get an Oscar for that? I hope not, because that's fucking rude. I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know for sure, though. Like, my gut tells me he did, but I don't I don't know if he did or didn't. <laughs> I should know. Y'all watched Rosemary's Baby this weekend? Quite the movie. Apropos of nothing, I just wanted to say that. Okay. You look this thing up. Yeah. He did? He got nominated for an Oscar for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. For that? For that. All right. Yeah, so Robert Downey Jr. did the blackface. They called him out on the blackface, like black characters did in the movie. Okay. Um... Because he was playing a black guy. Yes. He was playing a guy playing a black guy. Yes. I think his character was like Australian or something like that. Maybe I got to watch the movie again. So he was an Australian man playing a black man Okay. Um, for some reason. I think he did an okay job. I, I would <laughs> have to watch the movie again because there's no... I, I can't see that being acceptable. It was not acceptable, um, especially for the year that it came out. Yeah. Like... What year? 2009. Oh, nine? Oh, wow. I was thinking of four. I'm stupid. Yeah. So he did it after fucking Iron Man? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, so he didn't even really have to. But that was before the MCU really, like, took off. Oh, uh, yeah. Good times. When no one knew about... Dude, I don't want to sound like a gatekeeper. Oh, my God. Here we go. But I hate how mainstream superhero movies Oh, are. my God. Listen, here's the part that here's the reason why I have a problem with it. Ugh, I don't even want to hear this. You do. I don't. I got made fun of for reading comic books in high school. And let people enjoy things. I also got made fun of for like reading comic books and liking anime and manga and stuff yeah. in high school and middle school. I was one of the weird kids. I didn't fit in. However, let people enjoy shit. It, they're good movies. It's a good story. It's cool to like see them intertwine and characters doing crossovers and stuff like that. Let people enjoy that. Let them. I got picked on for reading comic books. And that was and very sad. Anime. It was very but sad that that happened to it you. It pisses me off when those same people are like, I can't wait to see Avengers. It's just like, but you shitted on me for watching this not too long ago. When did you change is the problem. The only thing that changed is that it became popular. And that's the part that pisses me off. It's just like, are you like a real fan of this shit? Or are you just doing it because this... Shut up, everyone. Not now. But you're only doing this because it's the end thing to do. That annoys me. A bunch of bitches just like, oh, you... I, like, literally got caught weird for, like, watching anime. Pop and now culture just, is allowed to change. Yeah, People that's are fair. allowed to change. I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy. What's mainstream and, and what's me. popular changes over time. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, it is what it is, Chris. I'm just saying, yeah, but, like, I would never sit here and, like, shit on someone. Because I used to, but then I realized, oh, that's kind of corny. To shit on someone for, like, like, reality TV or something like that. But then I watch wrestling. I love wrestling. So it would be, like, mm, well, wrestling is pretty much reality TV for women. Mm -hmm. So don't make fun of them for that. 
I can recognize that. There's people who can't recognize the hypocrisy of it all. And that's what annoys me. Like, these people just shit on you for liking one thing. And then all of a sudden, it's popular. So, you know. Listen. Stuff changes. You sound bitter as hell. I am. I'm not denying that. I am very bitter. And I'm very annoyed at that. Having to suffer through getting called all of these names by all of these people and shit that really kind of fucked up my self-confidence for a long time until I realized that I'm amazing. And then, <laughs> like, all of a sudden, these people are, like, hounding over these movies. Dude, dude, it went from, like, just going to the movies on Friday to see Iron Man to we couldn't even get a seat to see Avengers for two days. I had to go and see Endgame the Friday after it came out, it came out on Thursday night, right? I went to go see it on Friday at 8.30 in the morning because that was I the only 10. time Yo, you that know was crazy? available. Spoilers for anyone who haven't seen it. So me and Corey went, me, Corey, and Leo go. We go at 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. right? We get out at 12. Corey goes on Facebook. Someone is already on, and this is the Friday, I think. Friday. Either Friday or Saturday, I can't remember. He goes on Facebook. Someone's already on Facebook like, yo, I can't believe Iron Man died. I mean, this is why I don't <laughs> like a bunch of people liking the shit that I like. Because then you run that risk. Everything doesn't have to be exclusive, though. Everything it doesn't. doesn't have to be just for it us. It doesn't. I didn't watch like, Game of Thrones until the sixth or seventh season. Fucking poser. Yeah, fine. What did my brother called me something? Oh, he called me a casual. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, though, I because I am a I'm, I'm a firm believer that. Because what the, the, the problem is, a lot of these like movies and a lot of these companies, they want to cater to the casual fan. Here's the problem with that. The casual fan isn't what made this good. So like wrestling, the wrestling people, they want to cater to the casual fan. So what do they do? They push the name that you know. So then we have to suffer through matches that we've seen so many times. There was a long time when they kept trying to push Roman Reigns, Reigns and then no one fucked with it. Why? Because he just wasn't ready yet. And they wanted to cater to the casual fans because he has a great look. Mm-hmm. And then that caused us to go through four years in a row of the main event at WrestleMania being Roman Reigns. Roman, when there are so many other people who deserved it. So they catered to the casual fans. And then that's not what got you here. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, same with, same with um, Avengers. I hated Endgame. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't like it. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. I didn't think you were going to agree with me. Same thing with the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, we all know that, though. Endgame, the, like, I, I hated Endgame for so long. I said this on a different podcast, but, like, one of the reasons why I hated Endgame was because they casualified the Hulk. Yep. You know... He was wearing a dad sweater and glasses. Girl. <laughs> you know that there... Because, okay, so we all know he got his ass candid to him in... Infinity War, right? Yep. You know that in Endgame, there's not a single frame where Hulk and Thanos are in the same frame? Really? Yes. Yes. They don't share the screen at all. Why? I didn't even notice that. Because Hulk couldn't get his rematch. Because he's too casual now. That's why I hate casual fans. Want to know what the Hulk is in the fucking comic books? He is the last resort. Yeah, like, he's he is, like the strongest Avenger. Yeah, like when Hulk like start wilding, like don't nobody want to fuck with him. Yeah, Handle, Thanos describes Hulk as like a nuisance. Like he can beat him. I'm not disputing that, but he does not want to have to. Don't want to catch these hands. Yeah, I don't want to catch the Hulk hands. <laughs> so that's the type of shit that happens when you have a bunch of casual fans, and, and that's the Hulk what happens was when pretty useless in Infinity War. Well, yeah, pretty useless. He was completely useless. So, yeah, that's why I fucking... That, I just feel like when you have a bunch of casual fans, the quality of whatever you're watching goes down. Cause I don't, you have I don't to, dispute that, but, like, just let people enjoy things. That's fine, but when you start fucking up the... It's not our job to be the gatekeepers of certain types of media. Like, us as nerds... It's not our job to be like, this is for us, and you can't have it. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you're going to be a fan, be a fan. Don't, I don't like, I don't even like the term casual fan. Not everyone has to be as diehard about certain things as you are, though. Then fine, but the company shouldn't cater to those people. 
and for whatever reason they do. You know what? It's, it's like, just because there are more of them than there are of us, and they're trying to make money. I feel, well, yeah, fuck that. What do you mean, fuck that? I mean, that? I get it, but, like, it's, like, it's almost like no one it's cares about quality. It's how the world works. Nowadays. Yeah, I know that, but I don't agree with it. It's like no one cares about quality nowadays. You need to accept it as imagine, an inevitability. Imagine you go to a party, right? And they give you one shot of liquor, and it's amazing. And then everyone now knows, oh, that's a great shot. So everyone starts drinking out this bottle. But they want to give everyone some of this liquor. So they start putting water in it. By the time you get another shot, it's watered down. That's literally what happens to all of these fucking companies when they cater to casual fans. And then all of these people who might not even like the liquor, they start talking about how amazing it is. When 20 minutes ago, they was just shitting on you and doing cocaine in the bathroom, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If anybody out there has witnessed or knows someone who has witnessed um, people doing cocaine in the bathroom at the pink, email us. Uh, Notify um, the proper authorities. No, don't tell the cops. Tell us. I want to hear about it. We'll read it on our next podcast. I'm pretty sure we could find something on the dark web of someone doing cocaine. No, I want to hear about it at this specific bar. If anybody at the pink knows anyone (laughs) (laughs) that does cocaine in the bathroom, let me know. I want to talk to them. All right. Why do you want to talk to them? I just want to know why. Why at the pink? It's gross in there. Cuz, man. Why not? <laughs> Yo. Okay. This is the last thing I, I got that I want to talk about. I want to talk about Harriet, but I don't give a fuck enough about it. I know that they had a black person as the antagonist in the movie, which I, I don't agree with. That is. He does not exist at all. That is something. That is. How are you going to make a biopic about one of the the most important it, it pisses me because black the, the, women role models yeah, that pro- we got. The problem is the fact that the OG bad bitch. Well, yeah. the The problem for me is the fact that this is a like people use movies as a form of historical documentation, mm-hmm. and you are actively putting false information in historical documentation. Would you ever have a a, a fucking Jew movie or a Holocaust movie? When someone's trying to talk to Hitler, like, eh, you shouldn't be doing this. And he's like, yeah, you're probably right. But that never existed. You would never do that. So or I don't know Holocaust why they... a Holocaust movie where a Jewish person is the antagonist. Right! That's the, that's the fucking same thing! <laughs> the same shit! It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so... I have not seen the movie. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I'm not gonna put my mo- my money into that. I went to go see Zombieland instead. Two. Yes. I didn't know that that was out. Yeah, it's out. It's actually really good. That go see sense. Zombieland. Everybody that's listening well, to this, to see room, go see Zombieland. I'm going to see uh sleep the 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 follow up to The Shining. Yeah. Oh. I uh, I think it's Room Two Thirty Seven. I could be wrong. I don't know what the movie's called though. Oh, the new Stephen King movie. Yeah. I see. He is popping nowadays. Yeah. He's got like a show he, on Hulu he, he and is stuff. Bitches. All these movies coming That's out. That's what I forgot. Fuck! I forgot to bring you the um Scott Pilgrim comic books. Oh, that's fine. No, it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. So the the black man in Harriet is a slave catcher or like a bounty hunter. Yep. Kind of guy who's like actively hunting her, and a white man who is her previous slave owner. Yeah tries to stop him my my only issue with all of this is the fact that it just never happened as if black men don't got enough shit counting yeah. against them yeah. now y'all stop it here you tell me too so <laughs> i just i just feel like if you're gonna make a historical piece be historically accurate too because that is just fucking you don't just lie about shit like that. Now, I'm all for taking creative liberty. I get it. It's a film. It's entertainment. I'm not expecting every biopic ever created to be 100% accurate because shit's boring sometimes. Spice it up. Add a couple of details. But inventing a whole person. <laughs> make the nigga the bad guy? Like, <laughs> nah, what? So, it just doesn't make any sense to yeah, me. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know how, how you feel about this, but like. I I stop. I don't want to see any more slave movies. Like I'm done with it. I to me, 
it's because le- people are saying like it's an empowering movie or whatever, but it seems less of empowerment and more of a reminder that you were a slave at some point. And mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing that. The last time I saw a slave movie was Django. And that, that was the was, last slave movie you saw? Yes, and that's Did the last slave movie. Years I ever, nope, I don't want to. It's, I don't want to. It's I have a no great reason to. Movie. Pretty sure it is. I'm I'm not saying that they aren't great. I don't want to see that. Because when I saw Creed, I'm like, oh, I feel like, in my opinion, this is more empowering than a slave movie could ever be. Because Even though of, he lost. Huh? Even though he lost. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I have my problems with Creed, but did you see Creed 2? Yes. That's where I have my problems with Creed. We don't have to talk about that right right now, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, when I saw Creed, I'm like, oh shit, you got this black guy who's a boxer. He's a fucking superhero pretty much. Okay. And he's beating the shit out of the people and a black guy directed it mm-hmm. and it's a great movie. And that's what really inspired me to want to make movies. I feel like that's more empowering than any slave movie could ever be. Because when I see a slave movie, that just lets me know, oh, damn, we struggled a lot. And we did. I'm not saying we need to forget it, but, like, it seems less of, like, saying, yeah, you guys, you know, came through and blah, blah, blah. More like a, you were a slave at some point. Don't forget (laughs) it. I understand the importance of slave movies. Of course. They get repetitive. Um, They get old. Especially because no slave movie really ends with the end of slavery. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, at the end of Django, the slaves weren't freed. Right. Um, At the end of 12 Years a Slave, yeah, this one guy went free. But, like, everybody else was still... Like, Lupita was still a slave. Right. um, At the end. And she was my bitch. But <laughs> I love Lupita Nyong'o so much. Lupita, if you're listening to this... Um... That's why I agree with Killmonger on Black Panther. I'm just like, yeah, he's kind of right. I mean, everybody knows that he was right. Yeah. But um, we're not going to talk about that right now. They it's did just... my man's dirty. Yeah, they really did. Um, well, Yo, the Wakandans went shit in that movie, dude. No. And I appreciate that he's like the only Marvel villain that like really changed the hero's mind. Because he like goes back into the spirit realm. He's like, you were wrong. Yeah. All of you were what wrong. Fu- I would love to talk to my ancestors. Like, what the fuck were y'all doing? <laughs> it would be funny, though, if like all of my ancestors were exactly like me. Like I go, I get up there and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck's wrong? Like, Man, shut your dumb ass up, <laughs> ugly ass nigga. Little bitch. Look at this little nigga. Yo, ah, look at this little bitch. Ah, and he's making fun of me. Roasting session. Rap battles. <laughs> rap Everything battles. that I am. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, so like slave movies are they're old. They're they're I don't like it. I'm good. If you're gonna show me a slave movie, at least in Django, it was a fictional piece. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't it wasn't real. It's not anything that can be I mean, it's based in quote unquote reality, but it's not like something that actually happened. Even though they say that Django was a real person. But this wasn't like it. Like this wasn't exact. Yeah, no. It's the equivalent to Inglorious Bastards. It's just like a you know a think piece. Like a on, what if? Yeah, that's what a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies are, though. Yeah. That being said, if they do another slave movie, it it should just be something completely absurd. Like what if the slaves? I don't know. Just didn't pick anything, and no cotton got picked. And <laughs> from now on, all of our what if shirts, they went on strike? What if they went on strike and then they didn't care how much they got beat? They just, you know, what if they caught the whip? Why didn't they catch the whip? They just caught the whip and was like, no, we're not doing this. How about all five of these slaves jump this one master? How about we do that? It's why you have to watch 12 Years a Slave because there's this scene where Solomon is going to get whipped. But he like does it. He dodges the whip charges at the overseer takes the whip from the overseer and starts beating this white nigga with it oh that's nice that's nice it's a great scene yeah we just jumped this dude and then from now on every shirt will be made from silk because they can't (laughs) make cotton anymore (laughs) yeah so i wanted i wanted to talk about um being passive aggressive at work um there's this dude at my job okay And he gets on my last nerves. But most people at my job do get on my nerves. Most people in general get on your nerves, this I think. This dude comes there on his days off because he's bored. 
Wait, he comes to work? I'm going to say it again. He comes to the place of employment on his days off because he's fucking bored. And wow. I'm I just be like I want to hit you so bad and I don't know why. <laughs> so he just comes to hang out just and be like bored. And then like you? and then like everyone always ha- he has to always point out like, "Oh, you're watching wrestling?" Yes. Yes. And that's it. And it's just, I'm, and I'm like, I don't, I'm pretty sure if he decided to shoot up the place, I'm first. I've accepted that. But, oh my God. But like, I just, oh Lord. yeah, every, every fucking day I'm just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Stop talking to me. Like I, I have to close my eyes and go to a happy place as opposed to actually have a conversation with this man. And I don't, I, how do you deal with being passive aggressive at work or being aggressive aggressive at work? So, um, I started this job two months ago and there's this lady, her name is Cindy. She, yeah, I'm calling out names. I don't care. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cindy. Wow. Um, she works the opposite. You want share this to her? <laughs> yep. Um, she's old though. She's like 67. So I'm oh, sure she, the worst. Yeah. She's this old white lady. She works mornings. I work nights. I've never seen her face to face. We have never met each other. Cindy doesn't like my mom Mm. all right my mom works mornings with her i work at the same job as my mom so cindy doesn't like my mom but my mom is that bitch right she's scared of my mom because my mom will throw hands be like that sometimes my mom has checked cindy on several occasions so instead of bothering my mom cindy has brought up bothering me so she'll put in complaints to my manager about me a lot so she'll look at my work at like in the morning scrutinize the fuck out of it yeah scrutinize it tell my boss this wasn't done right this wasn't done right right so what i do to be passive aggressive is i go to her area and i mess with her stuff um (laughs) i hide her items i make it really hard for her to get her job done and i move on with my day um yeah so that's that's my passive aggressive way of dealing with life i just i i just don't say anything I literally just don't say a word. I don't say anything either. I have no problem looking someone dead in the eye and not saying anything until they leave me alone. Yo, yo, oh my God, yo. So, dude, dude, you know what? I'm just not going to share this to anyone at my job. And I can give a fuck if they hear it anyway. They need to know that this is how I feel. This is dude at my job, right? Bruh. He a, he a bigger dude, but like he got some shit on his neck. Shit? No, not literally. It looked like a tumor, but I can't be sure. It's just extra fat that doesn't need to be there. And I don't mean like he's a fat person. I literally mean there's blotches of flat around his neck and on his ear and shit. Don't know what it's called. I don't really give a fuck to find out. Because if I find out, that means I got to Google it. And if I Google it, I'm going to see it. And that's the problem. So, (laughs) (laughs) So instead of looking this man in the eye like an adult, I choose to not do that. And I understand that this is immature. I never said it wasn't. This is just how I deal with it. One day I'm coming in because the way that we work in our job is a rotation. So when you go and relieve this person or you go, someone comes to relieve you, you go release someone else. They go release someone else. Okay. There's a point where me and him are in the same room. And then like every time I see him, I just bury my face in my phone. That way I don't have to look him in the eye. Because if I look it up, I'm just going to look at the shit on his neck. You are a baby. I know. You are a child. And then it pisses me off that nobody, like, we never address this. And maybe that's what I'm more annoyed at. The fact that no one addresses this. This thing that we clearly, like, there's clearly something wrong right now. And no (laughs) one is saying anything. Making me feel like the asshole. Sitting there, I go in the room, and we switch chairs, too. I grab the chair, and he just doesn't move. He just sits there. <laughs> and I'm looking at my phone. Actually, no, I didn't even have my, have my phone in my hand. I was just looking down. And then he, I, I, in my peripheral, I can feel him looking at me. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, God, please don't. Look away. I'm like, God, not like this. Just, <laughs> can we not? I don't, wanna, I don't want to. And it's like a, a, it's an alarming amount of time. You can clearly see the wheels spinning in my head. Like, I have to look at this man now. Because he got to get up. And he's not moving. I look. He's just smiling and shit. I'm like, what's up? He's like, I'm tired, man. I'm like. Oh, don't start a conversation. I'm like, yeah, yeah me too. 
And then he finally moved. And I'm like, I had to look at his neck for that. I just, I, I'm fucking sick of it, dude. I'm, oh. And I get so fucking mad because I'm like, yo, why is nobody acting like this? Dude, it's like, imagine Because you're a childish. Check this out. Okay, so imagine if someone took a water balloon, right? The long ones. And squeezed it when it was filled with water and squeezed it, right? And then there was like bubbles of water in between the fingers and they just put that on his neck. That's what it is. (laughs) Pretty sure it can be surgically removed. He works a lot of overtime. (laughs) (laughs) Not that he can't afford it. Stop coming for this man's life. I just don't understand. And And then, like I said... The fact that no one addresses this bothers me more than it itself. And then I had to look at it one time, and he'd be trying to have comment. And he's a I'm pretty he's a funny guy. He's a cool person. <laughs> I just can't look at his neck. Text me. Cool. Text me. Call me. Chris. Don't FaceTime me. <laughs> Cause then I gotta look at your neck. Yo. When people scan their badges, like their picture pops up on a computer. Mm-hmm. I have to move the window so I don't see his picture. You are awful. But I'm honest I'm about sure it. I'm sure he's very um, insecure about his deformity. Dude, people... I'm, oh, 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 that's not my problem. I'm insecure about looking at it. I hope your neck bubbles up. Dude, if it does, <laughs> I'll know that I deserve this. And you know what else I'll know? That God is real. Because only he, he could do something like that. That petty. If my neck bubbles up, fine. If I get some deformity and people don't want to look at me, cool. I get it. But that will mean that I wasn't wrong. (laughs) And I will die knowing, Chris, you were right about a lot of things. That's all that matters. You know what that would tell me? Mm. If I get a deformity from God, that would tell me. That he does have something on his neck that we don't like looking at. <laughs> and I wasn't tripping. <laughs> That's what that would tell me. That he does have something on his neck. Because then God would give me something on my neck that people don't like looking at. So you're just doing an eye for an eye or a neck for a neck. <laughs> so, so that would tell me that, yes, Chris, you were right. You are right that God exists. You are right that he gave you some shit to live with. As long as they don't come with me to the afterlife, that would kind of suck. Like, really? Come on. Come on, God. Come on. So you're like a believer in Jesus. Yeah, why stuff. not? Why not? Um, I don't know if Jesus likes that kind of language. Um, Do paraplegic people go to heaven and, like, can walk and stuff? I doubt it. <laughs> you couldn't walk here. Pretty sure they got crushes on their wings. Are there like ramps in heaven? I doubt it. Why would there be? I don't care about handicapped people. You got wings. Everyone has wings. What like you know? Oh, so you just like fly or whatever. Yeah. Now again, if they wings have crutches on them, that's fucked up. But you know, just a random little tidbit. Yeah. All right, I think it's time to wrap it up. We've yeah, been talking for a long time. Yeah, it's like fifty minutes, which is pretty good. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go skating. Yay. And we still don't have an outro. Yeah, we don't. This has been Two Blurs, One Stone with Chris and Dominic. Fuckers. All right, bye.